Welcome to the SportsCapping.com podcast with free handicapping advice, odds insights, picks, and predictions to help you beat the sports book. And now your hosts, Jack Jones and Brandon Lee. It's your host, Jack Jones, with the SportsCapping.com free pick podcast. It's Tuesday, February 23rd. Uh, Brandon Lee will be joining me today to give out four picks with two in the NBA, two in college basketball. We'll be using Tuesday's opening lines to give you guys picks for Wednesday, February 24th. Um, we keep keep on rolling here as we went 3-0 and last week on the free picks. There were no NBA lines available, so we gave out four college basketball free picks. One of them got postponed. I went 2-0. and for a second straight week with two uh, no doubt winners, uh, Valpo plus twenty and a half, only lost by two to Loyola Chicago. UCF minus two and a half, won by sixteen over South Florida. Those two teams com- covered by a combined thirty three and a half points. Uh, Brandon, welcome back to the podcast, man. Uh, recap your uh, winning pick for the listeners too, please. Yeah, nice work last week. Those were definitely uh, two of the easier ones you're going to have all season. Love those. Thanks, man. Uh, I cashed a winner with Indiana minus four and a half at home against Minnesota. Had to sweat this one out, sweat this one for quite a while. Uh, it was back and forth for the majority of the game. Things really turned in our favor though. The last 10 minutes, Indiana went from trailing 53 to 55 to leading 71, 57. Nice little 18 and two or 18 to two run, uh, to, you know, put that game away. And they went on to win by double digits, 82, 72, other play was on Louisville minus four and a half. That's the game that got postponed due to COVID. Uh, Might have been a blessing. You know, I, I was having some second thoughts. You kind of, you know, talking me out of it, but I, I was on it no matter what. But then you watch Louisville on Saturday get just trounced 54 to 99 against UNC. So I might have cut a break on that one. Yeah, yeah, we've had a couple games postponed, and I think they both involved uh, Syracuse. Uh yeah, I think I had Syracuse in a previous podcast get postponed, but yeah, yeah, watching Louisville come back and get blown out by uh, North Carolina definitely was a bad look, and you know another one of those teams coming back from a long break that just didn't didn't do very well. Um, but after speaking of not doing very well, I mean we started one and three on the our first hoops podcast, but we've gone twelve and six since, and are now thirteen and nine through uh, six free pick podcasts Take this it. hoop seasons, including six and one the last two podcasts uh brandon's up to six and five now i'm seven and four uh definitely feels good after opening one and three i've gone six and one since uh that puts us at 46 and 34 57.8 percent winners on the hoops free pick podcast the last three seasons bet a thousand dollars per game you'd be up 8600 bucks uh factoring in minus 110 juice uh brandon we're both killing it on the premium picks as well uh tell the listeners just how hot you are yeah it's going really well uh we you know i mentioned it last week we're on a pretty good run over like the last four days and we're 32 16 67 over the last 11 days up to 58 percent over my last 126 on the college hardwood including a nice little 19 and 7 run over the last 26 nba uh, is still not great but pro- very profitable 15 and 11 in the last 26 uh really excited here we're, we're getting real close to march madness and uh it's just a fun time of year on the, in the hoop side of things Yes, it is, definitely. I, I'm definitely, I mean, after a rough January, it's been a lot more fun in February. A 53-32 and 32 run, uh, last 21 days, so it's been a really good three weeks. 14-1 uh, NBA totals run to lead the way. 178-127 uh, NBA run, 34-23 uh, and 23 college basketball run. Uh, now is the time to sign up, folks, as we're both 
obviously seeing it clearly. Uh, hopefully we both keep seeing it clearly with these free picks for Wednesday. Uh, Brandon, start us off with your uh, college basketball free pick. All right, I'm going to take the Rutgers Scarlet Knights minus three at home against the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, I think this is a great buy low spot on Rutgers, who comes in having lost three of their last four. While two of those were road games at Iowa and Michigan, nobody's going to blame them for losing those games. The most recent was a 59-68 setback at home to Maryland as a five-point favorite. I think that's the game the betting public's going to look at and have trouble looking past. And I believe it's it's uh, resulted in the value here in this matchup. The big thing to note with that loss to Maryland, it did come on just two days of rest after they really laid it all on the line against Michigan the game before. Uh, while Rutgers hasn't been as dominant at home as they were last year, uh, they're a very respectable 9-4 and four at the Athletic Center. And prior to the loss at Maryland, the other three home losses were to teams all ranked in the top 15 at Kempom, Iowa, Ohio State, and uh, Wisconsin. Uh, last two times they've hosted Indiana, they've come away with easy wins. Uh, last year they beat the Hoosiers 59-50, to the year before 66-58. As you can see, Rutgers' defense really has made life miserable on Indiana's offense, and I think we're going to see that trend continue. Scarlet Knights are only giving up 66.9 points per game, and what's even more impressive than that, opposing teams are shooting just 41.1% against them on their home floor. Hoosiers are far from a great offensive team, and while they're averaging 70 points per game on the road, they've only shot 43% away from home. And those point-per-game numbers are skewed just a bit as they played five overtime periods on the road this year. I, I just don't see the Hoosiers being able to keep pace in this one. Uh, I think we're getting a solid two to three points in value. Uh, give me Rutgers minus three. Yeah, I'm definitely a lot higher on Rutgers than I am on Indiana. And I think this is a good spot for the Scarlet Knights to bounce back from their two-game losing streak here had won five of their previous six games and already won 74 70 at indiana like the fact that they've won their last two home meetings with indiana i just you know this indiana team just doesn't impress me i mean their post post defense is awful and uh just think teams can get to get to the rim about anytime they want on indiana so i just don't trust them that much and then you got miles johnson for Rutgers, who has been a force in the ins on the inside and i think will definitely help uh make life uh, terrible on Indiana's best player, Jackson Davis, I believe. Yeah, that's the thing I really like. I think Rutgers can really uh, clog up the pain and force Indiana into taking a lot of jump shots, and I think uh, that's where you can exploit them. All right, man, uh, agreement on the first one. I'm going to go with uh, Tulane plus 11.5 at Memphis. I mean, I've been riding this Tulane train, and we'll continue to do so Wednesday. Green Wave 6-1 and one against the spread of the last seven games overall. Haven't lost any of those seven games by more than eight points. Only non-cover uh, came by a point and a half and a three-point loss to UCF as a one-and-a-half-point dog their last time out. UCF shot 14 of 26 from three-point range in that game, and they still only lost by three. So they actually did a really good job of staying in that game despite UCF just going off from distance. Uh, that's how well they're playing right now. Now they take on a Memphis team that has been off since February 6th due to a COVID break. We saw Memphis return from a similar length COVID break last time and lose outright to Tulsa. Uh, they'll be, I just think there's going to be a similar rust factor here involved with, with this return as well. You know, 17 days in between games. Um, should not be laying this big of a number to a Tulane team playing their best ball of the season. Memphis only only won by six at Tulane in their first meeting this year, too. Uh, Tulane's 7-0 and against the spread of the last seven games as a road dog of 6.5 to 12 points. 
Memphis one and eight against the spread. It's last nine games off two or more consecutive home wins. Green Wave, a perfect five and zero against the spread. Their last five road games. Uh, once again, no respect for Tulane here. So give me Tulane. Yeah, I can definitely get behind this one. I do think the number here is a bit too much given the Tigers. Uh, you know, like you said, figuring to have some rust off a 17 day layoff. And the break really came at a bad time for Memphis. This is a team that was really playing well before their season came to a halt. Uh, they had gone six and one straight up, six and one against the spread in their previous seven games. I think this team is getting priced based on that run. And when it's just unlikely that they're going to return to action playing at that same level, uh, they, this team went a full 10 days during this 17 day break where they had zero practicing or conditioning. And I think that's what people overlook is when you get these extended breaks, like over the two weeks and then they're not in the gym that the conditioning is what goes. And when you're not in game shape, it really shows. So, and it takes a game or two to get it back. So, uh, like you said, they, they've been in this spot before and failed against Tulsa and with the way Tulane is playing an outright win isn't out of the question. Yeah, thanks for uh, pointing out the zero practices in ten days. I mean, I'm sure coaches are like, "Yeah, you guys go out and you guys go out and do your own cardio." <laughs> I just yeah, can't. I, see. I was reading up on it, and Anthony Hardaway was, you know, basically saying the guys looked like they were out of shape in their first few practices. Back, yeah, so. yeah, that's what I mean. Like college kids aren't going to go out and do their own no, cardio. <laughs> not a chance. Uh, they're going to take they're going to take advantage of that break. Uh, all right, uh, let's go. Let's move on to the NBA, man. What do you like? Uh, for Wednesday. I'm going to take the Indiana Pacers minus three at home against the Golden State Warriors. I already locked this in at three. You might be able to get a better number. If so, uh, props to you and uh, take advantage of that. But I just feel this is too good a price to pass up with the Pacers at home, given the huge rest edge that they will have on Wednesday. Indiana has had the last week off after Saturday's game at Houston was postponed because of the ice storm that hit Texas. And then Monday's game against the Spurs was called off because the Spurs are dealing with a COVID outbreak. So unlike, you know, what we just talked about with Memphis and their big break, this is only seven days and Indiana has been able to practice that this is not a, anything related to them. So uh, I think they're going to be in a pretty good shape here. I think they're going to be very fresh and eager to get back in action and on the flip side of this, they're taking on a Warriors team that's got to be tired. The gas tank's got to be empty for them. They're going to be in the second leg of a back-to-back after Tuesday's game in New York against the Knicks. And not only will Golden State be on no rest, this will be their fourth game in six days as they played a back-to-back at Orlando and Charlotte on Friday and Saturday. And you'll notice all four of these games on the road. Uh, the word is with the Warriors that they're going to be getting back big men Kevon Looney and James Wiseman that's big for them they've been playing without a traditional center feels like a couple weeks now um those two guys are both supposed to play Tuesday night against the Knicks I'd be shocked if, if they don't play it safe and maybe rest them in this game or at least have them on a minutes restriction uh either way both figure it'd be a little bit rusty and out of that game shape that we've kind of been talking about and I also wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors didn't rest some other guys in this spot I mean Draymond Green's been dealing with an ankle. Steph Curry just getting back from being sick. Uh, you know, this is a tired team, four straight road games. Uh, perfect spot here for them to maybe give a guy a night off. Either way, even if they all play, I still like Indiana at this one. Golden State, 5-17-1, uh, and seven, and one, last 23 in the second of a back-to-back. And they've also just covered five of their last 18 trips to Indiana. Uh, Pacers are going to be the more motivated team with the fresher legs. Uh, I'll lay the three. Yeah, terrible spot for the Warriors here. You know, playing the second of a back-to-back fourth road game in six days. 
I, I, th- I like the breather, breather for the Pacers here. Um, you know, a week in between games for them, not nothing on their, nothing they did. So definitely, I think a little extra, pr- some practice to to shore up some of the things that maybe, you know, some of the fundamentals that they haven't been doing well. I think would be great for them, and uh, I don't think it's long enough break for Russ to be a factor. Uh, I think they come back re-energized, and they kind of need it after being short-handed already without T.J. Warren and Karis LeVert after trading away. Uh, Oladipo, um, you know, I like that Warriors 5-17-1 against the spread. Last 23 games, playing on zero days rest, though, that trend that you mentioned there. Uh, Pacers won five of the last six, so I don't have much more to add. Brandon, you pretty much nailed all this, and uh, I like this play quite a bit too. Yeah, and I kind of want to go a little more here. Every team in the NBA would die for a seven-day break right now. Yeah. I mean, the schedule this year is brutal. There's not near as much rest between games. It's basically you play, you get a night off, you play. You play back-to-back, you get a night off, night off you play. Uh, we just saw this with Dallas. They had like a seven- or eight-day day, day uh, break because of the storm that hit Texas, and they were only a four-and-a-half-point favorite, I think, uh, Monday night against the Grizzlies. And they ended up winning by 10, but that game wasn't even that close. So I, I think it's a very uh, profitable spot if you can get these teams that haven't been dealing. Like, it'd be one thing if Indiana had COVID and they had guys out, in and out, weren't be able to be in the facilities. That's not the case. Yep. And I think Charlotte was another team that had a f- several days off and came back and beat the Warriors. A couple nights ago, uh, I liked them for that reason. Uh, they barely covered, but they did get there. Uh, Just some more fun stuff you got to, you know, factor in this. Yeah, year. definitely. I think, yeah, seven or less days I think is awesome for an NBA team right now. I agree with you. Uh, speaking of terrible schedules, the Timberwolves are involved in my next my next pick. Uh, I'm going to take the Bulls minus four against the Timberwolves on Wednesday. Uh, Bulls have won four of their last five coming in. Only loss. Uh, came by seven as six and a half point road dogs to the 76ers. If you bet the Bulls early in that game, that you would have won because they they covered the early number, didn't cover against the closing line. And uh, I like the favorable. I think it's a favorable spot here for the Bulls. They had Tuesday. They're going to have Tuesday off while Minnesota plays in Milwaukee. Uh, the Timberwolves will now be playing their sixth game in nine days in their third straight road game. Um, also be their 15th game in 25 days. Amazingly, they haven't had more than one day off in a row since January 16th or 17th. Uh, it's no wonder they're just one and eight straight up in their last nine games overall. Coming into Tuesday showdown with Milwaukee, I just don't see them have anything left to take here for the Bulls. Uh, Bulls eight and two against the spread the last 10 home games against a team with a losing road record. Chicago four and zero against the spread the last four games against a team with a losing record. Uh, they've been doing a good job of uh, handling teams they should handle and uh, should handle the Timberwolves here, given the tough spot for Minnesota. So give me the Bulls minus four. Yeah, uh, I will definitely be on this play as well. I like this one quite a bit. Uh, and basically for all the reasons that you like it. And it just goes to show you, if you if you look at some of these games early, you know, you got teams on a back-to-back. Sometimes you can get a little favorable number here if you really look at the, you know, situation because this thing may jump uh, by the time, you know, it, tomorrow afternoon hits. Minnesota, not only is it a bad spot, no rest, but this is a team that's gone 3-13 and 13 on the road, losing by nine points per game away from home. Uh, you know, you, you touched on it. The Bulls are good at home against bad teams they're only six and nine straight up at home this year but they played a pretty tough home schedule and the thing is you know when they get the bad teams on their home floor more times than not they deliver so uh i'm on board here 
Yeah, man, good deal, good deal. Yeah, this this uh, I I can't I can't see this number being uh, minus four come tomorrow, and I can't see the Pacers being you know down down to two. I mean, I know it went from three to two. I would like it at three, Especially like you if guys said. I mean, that line's gonna go yeah. up to six or seven. Worst case scenario, this is probably the 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 worst line. You're, <laughs> the the line will stay the same. Worst case scenario. I, yeah, I think I don't see it. I mean, even if it's a pick 'em, I mean, that's basically what you're doing at minus three, but I don't, it's not mm-hmm. getting there. Yep, definitely. Uh, all right, man. Uh, let's see. Brandon, uh, let the listeners know your Twitter handle so they can follow you for more free picks, too. Yeah, it's at B Lee Sports Picks. Thanks for coming on, man. It feels good to get this thing turned around with a six and one run the last two weeks, bud. Yeah, it's a, it's uh you know a lot more fun when things are going well, and they always end up going in that direction. But it, it's always a little tough when you know you start off slow. Yeah, and I know the people that listen to us regularly know that uh, we get it turned around eventually if we if we start off slow. And uh, we have we got to thirteen and nine on the hoop season, so uh, it feels good. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at BetFirmsJack. Um, my free picks have not been great on there the last couple of weeks outside the podcast, so I'll try and get that turned around for you guys. Been taking a lot of grief on Twitter for it, but I, that's understandable. I can take it, uh, but I will take the trade off as long as the premium picks are rolling for my subscribers. Thanks, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, sign up for a premium package from Brandon and I at sportscabin.com or betfirm.com and subscribe to us on iTunes. And uh, good luck with all your bets Wednesday, especially if you guys decide to tail us. Thanks for listening to the sportscapping.com podcast. For more free picks and predictions, be sure to visit us at sportscapping.com.